Hello, welcome to This Revolutionary Life. I'm Jen. And I am Ken. And I believe this is episode number six. Yes, and today we are talking about movement. The fourth and final piece. Yes, the entire journey has brought us to this moment. It's very exciting. Have you followed the steps? Have you followed the... Uh... I have. I've been watching us and following us uh, you know, through our journey here to get to this point. And I'm very excited to talk about... Uh, a, a complex topic, no doubt all of these topics are complex topics and could be talked about for hours and hours and hours. Yes. Uh, but we're going to condense it here as best we can. Um, so let's get started. Okay. Number four, movement. Yes. The fourth piece of the puzzle. Why is it the fourth piece of the puzzle? Well, it's the fourth piece of the puzzle because the first three pieces, core values, sleep, and food and water or nutrition, mm -hmm. uh, buy you a ticket to train without those first three pieces without a reason to without enough stored energy via sleep and mm -hmm. without enough current energy via food and water uh, you can't really get very far it's kind of like driving in a car with no gas correct so this this piece is maybe it's difficult because a lot of people put as we see every day, they put 100% energy into the workout. It's the, you go on social media and it's the, this is the perfect workout for blank. Right. Or this is the perfect training. Like, no, as Charles Pollock, when you say no perfect training program exists, it does, they don't exist. Or, or the best training program is the one that you're not doing. So many, 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 many people fall into the trap of only thinking about what they're going to do at the gym and not thinking of the other three. That's why we hammer the other three. And then we talk about this as we should. Correct. That's why a lot of people don't, they don't necessarily care for our method. They don't necessarily care for no, us. I just spit um, what I was trying to drink there. <laughs> um, Because when people come to us, they go, Wow, you guys have a really great facility. Wow, your walls are black. Wow, your message seems pretty hardcore. Wow, you've got, you know, uh, hard rock playing on the radio or metal or, you know, whatever. This this seems like, oh, man, I'm going to get my ass kicked. And then we come in and say, well, you know, you need to have a purpose and you need to sleep and you need to drink some water. And, you know, we'll talk about movement when you're ready. People get pissed. Like, they should automatically be ready because the industry has told them, you just need to work. You just need to work more. Yeah, if you have a pulse, you're ready. Which that's, okay, yeah, you're alive, it's great, and we appreciate it. But there are factors and things that you have to take into consideration before constructing a, a movement plan. And that's why we say move exercise, because movement is anything. I mean, to be, to be realistic here and to be... Uh, fair just living is yeah you, burning calories yeah you're we're talking like okay when you when you when you broad scope it out we saw this just recently with the with the pandemic and all the gyms closing all of a sudden because gyms closed people lost their mind they must have forgot about you know push-ups and 
lunges and all, all body weight exercises where standing in the corner going, hey, wait a second, what about me? Like, you're forgetting about me. You Because, again, that buzzword we always use, the industry has, you know, programmed people to believe that you need $4,000 treadmills and $3,000 exercise bikes yeah, and if giant... You don't, if you don't have a treadmill connected to a power supply... You can't, you, you can't possibly go walk or yeah. go for a run. Yeah. So I have news for you. Walk out your front door. <laughs> yeah, so, Guess what? You just went for a walk. So it becomes, so when you broad scope it out to, to say movement, now you kind of encompass, I think it's an umbrella term that encompasses everything. So shoveling snow is movement. I mean, mm -hmm. We live in Michigan. Shoveling snow is movement. Carrying groceries Carrying, from your car to the front door. Yeah. So it's like the act of, um, the act of. It's the display, it's living, the display of living your fitness is a movement. So like we're active people, we like to go on hikes, we like to kayak, ride bikes, so on and so forth. Like all the stuff that we do in our exercise, in air quotes, or training programs mm -hmm. makes that stuff better. It's Neither one is the end all be all of the other. Right, because at the end of the day, how many people are really looking for an athletic competitive pursuit very few less than a percent yeah I'll, I'll tell you a story when when i first started training people professionally that was the holy grail the national academy of sports medicine american college of sports medicine all these certifying bodies put out all these programs and that's how i knew and that's how this philosophy that we have today started was because i was receiving programming or uh, advertisements, if that might be a better word for it, mm -hmm. uh, from these organizations talking about be ready. People are going to want to, people are going to want to jump on super high boxes. People are going to want to engage in all these athletic programs. The, the, the guy who secretly wants to play in the NBA, you know, every guy is an athlete. You just got to like, once he takes his white shirt and tie off, he's a, you know, he's this wannabe baseball player. So you got to be ready and you got to know all these moves and you got to know all the blah, 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 blah. And what I encountered in my practice was the total and complete polar opposite of that. Yeah. It was, it was people who were coming that they didn't even know why they were there. So there goes back to core values. Like, why, why am I even talking to you? I don't know. Or mm -hmm. someone said I should do this. So therefore, like, yeah, my like, doctor told me I need to yeah, lose weight and I don't like know we, even how to start. Yeah. Like we talked about in the, in the core values episode. So willingness meter super low. So all these things that we, that we were being told and I went to conferences and I saw all these unique and creative bell and whistle things like BOSU balls and all this other, you know, cords and straps and wraps and all this crap. Mm -hmm. Uh, when it came down to the seeing actual real people they were not even close to being on that level no one I, I'm still yet in 20 years I've met one person who's walked in and went I would like uh, I'd like to deadlift 500 pounds some in some something that someone would say this right. like, whoa right yeah I wanna I wanna I wanna and, compete in X I wanna compete in X or I wanna do it's like that's le I would say that that's less than a percent right of the so, total population. With all that being said, the whole point is everybody just needs movement for longevity, movement for vitality, movement, you know, to keep your body functioning and healthy and feeling good so that you can do the daily tasks that you need to do, whether that's 
go to work or cut your grass or, you know, vacuum the carpet or go buy groceries or whatever the thing is that you need to do during the day, your body needs to be able to function to do that. Yes, it's the... So that's the movement piece. And this is why we're talking movement as kind of a general topic. This isn't specifics. If you want specifics, let us know. We can dive into that later. But this is a all-encompassing, we just need to get through life. We need to be happy. We need to be healthy. We need to feel good. And we need to stretch our years out as long as humanly possible based off of this movement practice, keeping our joints healthy and our, our, you know, the blood flow moving and, and yes, it's an expression. It's an expression of us in a physical form. It's us physically. And, but, and this is where people get tripped up is that the physical form is the least creative. So that's why like you've got enough experience now and I've got certainly enough experience to where when people start talking about and you, you've seen it a hundred times. They start laying out these things that they want to do. And we give them like very easy answers on how to get there. Mm-hmm. They look at us almost like, wait a second, what? Because And hence why they get mad. Well, yeah, because, or they don't like us because somehow they think it needs you know, to be <laughs> you you're cocky or you know, oh you guys are whatever yeah, it needs because to, you oversimplify it. it. Well no super it, it is super simple. Yeah. So cause because it's the least creative. Right. Yeah. So it's not it's it, again, we have a country and a world that is putting not it's it's putting too many of the eggs in the wrong. It's not putting all the eggs in the wrong basket. It's just that that basket has this basket has too many eggs in it. Yeah, and it would be, be far better for you to put <laughs> to take some of them eggs and put them in the other basket. Like I think we talked about two weeks ago. I said this just this past week to someone, and they looked at me like I had a booger hanging on my nose when I said, you know. If you're not really into, if you're not really into training that hard, or if you don't like working, that's another thing. If you don't like working out, which there are people, I got news for you in the world that don't like to work out. Sure. Okay. I, I know this is stupefying to meatheads everywhere. Like, why would someone not want to do that? But I said, if you don't like to work out, well, then it would behoove you to like eat to the highest quality level that you can all the time. Because if you do that, you'll get more out of it. So therefore, you'll have to work less hard movement is the last piece so if you don't like doing that you better front load (laughs) front load all the other all the other pieces and then movement isn't it even going to become i I mean don't get me wrong you're still going to have to you're still going to have to move at some point in your in your day you still have to walk from your bed to the bathroom so to get to which is movement yeah so to give an easy example of like your training okay so you you're into powerlifting squatting benching deadlifting picking up heavy things you like that fantastic so how can you get more out of your deadlift well what's fueling the deadlift okay well food and water and sleep so if you get eight hours of sleep a night and you go to bed at the right time for your circadian rhythms and you follow the rules that we talked about in that podcast and then you fuel your body with uh healthy you know great plant sources little bit of protein it's all high quality you're drinking enough water mm-hmm. you're deadlift you'll get more out of your deadlift versus if you didn't go to sleep ate a bunch of junk garbage bars mm-hmm. yep. and snack cakes and sh- fart powder from you know vitamin shop and all this other crap you'd you you would get 
you get a better uh, rate of return on right. your investment. Right, is what right I'm off to the say. bat, without even touching the barbell, you're already ahead of the game. Exactly. Okay. So that's so that's that, which brings us to our next point, or the next point that I wanted to cover was the two things, the two most important things I think, uh, when it comes to designing a protocol, is you got to look at skill level and intensity. And this is huge. These are huge issues in the United States right now. And they're going to be huge issues coming out of this pandemic as gyms. I know, like, we're in Michigan here. And Still closed. Well, yes. <laughs> 14 days to flatten the curve. And we're on day 170 or whatever. When they finally do open back up, this this problem will be exacerbated tenfold. You've got skill level and intensity you have to take into account. And you have capacity and demand. So skill level and intensity how hard is what I'm going to try to do and how hard is a relative word but what is my skill level to it so this is where you see me constantly rant and get super pissed off when I see you know soccer moms and pe not to pick on any one individual group but like people that have a low skill level physically they're not a professional athlete they're not going to the Olympics they're not doing and they're put in situations by trainers and instructors and group people that's way above their way head. Way above, yeah. So like an easy, super easy example would be jumping. Oh. Box jumps. Box jumps. So somebody somebody with a low skill level, they're brand new to training, and then boom, right out the gate, we throw them into the super deep end of the pool, and then always what ends up happening, 99% of the time, they get hurt, they land on the box, they go to the emergency room, they fall off the box, mm -hmm. um, they, they have they some negative... The, they clip the edge of the box yeah. and go ass over apple cart. Yeah, yeah, they've got some negative reaction to it, and then it becomes, I'm never doing that again, and then if the trauma is bad enough, it's, I'm never going in there again, yep. so now, just like, you know, asshole guys who ruin things for women, so now women say, oh my god, there goes that guy with the brown hair... It's the same thing. Now they don't want to work out. Now they're missed. They're going to miss out on all those benefits of training because they had a negative experience and it blew it for everything. So like yeah. skill level, meaning when we come in and we say that, when we say that, when people come into our facility, I say, okay, if they're at like a five, now what would go into a five? Well, all the paperwork they fill out, the sleep, the food, their medical history, so on and so forth, which again, we can go over that process in another episode if you want. And we put all that together and we say, okay, this person's at like a five. Okay. Okay. Their total physiological load of stress, they're at like a five. So when we start training them, we program them at like a three and a half. Mm -hmm. Now, why do we do that? You gotta have somewhere to go. Because, yes, because you can't be in the basement and you can't be at the ceiling. As Louis Simmons says, it needs to be optimal. So at a three and a half, they're gonna go, well, this doesn't feel like I'm sitting on my couch, but it also doesn't feel like I can't breathe and I'm going to throw up and Ken needs to go get glucose tabs and let me go grab the AED. Well, now you do have some people who go, well, that's, you know, I want to work harder. That wasn't hard enough. Well, this goes back to explaining to them what they're about to encounter, number one, okay? Because that's another thing that I see constantly is people just thrown into things and then it's like, whoa! So... We explain all that to them, and I'm we've yet I've yet to have a person complain okay. ever in tw almost twenty years, because once you explain to them like okay listen we're gonna start here and it and that goes back to the coach or the 
the, in our case, the practitioner, really, really, really knowing not only the science behind what we're doing, but the art, too, Mm -hmm. to it. The art of laying out a a training plan or program to where they're not going to feel that way. So, at a three and a half, they're going, man, it wasn't like I sat on my ass, but you know what? It wasn't like Ken needed to carry me out to my car and call my emergency contact because he was worried about me getting home. That felt good. And then, now here comes the self-efficacy. Wow, I did it. And now here comes the self-esteem. And now that ball gets rolling, and then now you have a thing. Yeah, I've said it before. You should leave the gym feeling better than when you came in. You should feel energized. You should feel yeah, don't lighter, t- but not in a lighter because you lost weight lighter. But like lighter, like you got a load off your shoulders or you cleared your head or, you know, something makes you feel like you feel good. You feel like your shoulders are maybe a little bit pulled back or your head's held a little higher or you just, you know, you just feel lighter. Like you feel good I know I just repeated myself like four times but that's the only way I can think of you know you should you shouldn't you should never leave the gym feeling like crap or feeling like you got to go home and take a nap or I got to go home and ice my knee or wrap my elbow or if if that is the case you're doing it wrong yes again as to quote Louis Simmons don't take your dying breath in the gym okay you know, you, you, you're absolutely, so that's, you, you just hit the nail on the head. Measured efforts, long view, understanding where you're at, and moving forward. But the programming is so strong in this country, the advertising. See, and this is like, okay, we've got a library full of manuals from Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. And we got manuals from China. I got manuals from America. Manuals from Jamaica. Manuals from China. Manuals from the Soviet Union. Manual, manual, manual. manual right. Okay? You don't see in any of these manuals or is or, or there is talked about nearly the level of advertising that you see here. It's a uniquely American capitalist feature. Sure. That where you've been in, they didn't come out, a person didn't come out of the their mom's belly and automatically instinctively think, I've got to, I've got to train till I throw up every time. Or I'm going to go, I'm the runner and I'm going to go continue to run even though my knee is throbbing, my hip is killing me and I'm going to eventually need a replacement for it. And then I'm not, I'm not, and then I'm going to blame everything but running because whatever. Okay. That is a uniquely and distinctly American feature. Because as as you also well know, I have made a career of training people from all over the world. And I can tell you that that's a distinctly American feature. I've never trained a person from India or a person from Sierra Leone or a person from Liberia or wherever. And they've went, you know what? I think I just want to exercise till I literally drop dead. Yeah. It's, ne- it's I've never had that conversation with someone. So... Like you're saying, leave feeling better. Well, that is true. And I think that if you connect, not to be, to go off on a metaphysical rant, but if you can, if you were connected within yourself, you know what feels good. Just like when you, you're attracted to eating the right thing, like your body's attracted to eating good, healthy things, not, you know, 
programming and advertising has told you to reach for Snickers. Your body doesn't want a Snickers. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's the same thing here. Your body wants good efforts. It wants to feel good. It wants to move. That's its natural expression. Its natural expression isn't going until you blow joints out or throwing up or any of this other crazy, you know, CrossFit. Oh my God, yeah. You, just, you know, the, the guy got uh, a kidney disorder now. Mm. from doing burpees and all this other crazy shit, okay? So that's a that's a dysfunction. Just like it's a there's just like there's eating dysfunctions and there's sleeping dysfunctions and there's core values dysfunctions. It's the same thing. So if you don't pay attention to where you're at and if you're going and seeking I use the word professional loosely. Mm-hmm. If you're seeking professional guidance, you better be aware of what you're walking into as well. Well, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to rag on professionals or trainers. By or, all means, I, I don't want to, I don't want to go down that road because there are plenty of good ones. To every, you know, forty bad ones, there's a good one. But if, you know, if you are personally, you went through the the stages and you're in tune with your core values now, you're in tune with your compass. You know where where you're going, where your path is leading you. You know, you're making sure your sleep is on point now. You're resting. You're recovering. You're feeling good. You, you know, you're you're dialing in the the diet. It might not be a hundred percent, and that's perfectly okay. I don't think anybody is at a hundred percent, unless again you're going to the Olympics. And I'm sure if you are, you're probably not listening to this. <laughs> um, but if you are, you're pretty. You're doing pretty well on on those three things then I would like to believe that you're probably pretty in tune now at this point going through those three channels and taking the right amount of time for those that now you're probably a little bit more in tune with how your body is feeling how it's how it's uh you know reacting to different stimuli and different foods and different things and if I'm not getting enough sleep you notice it now so you should know how you feel. So if going to the gym is a stressor for you, maybe don't go to the gym. Maybe go out to the park. Maybe go walk around your block. Go to your local metro park. Go to, you know, the boardwalk down by the river or where whatever you have near you and go for a walk. You know, walk for 20 minutes. How do you feel? Oh, I feel really good. Okay, do you feel like going longer? Or do you feel like that's good for the day? Or, you know, set set yourself an increment. I'm going to start with 15 minutes this week. Next week, I'm going to up it to 20 minutes. Next week, I'm going to do 25 minutes. And I'm going to see how I feel. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go off of that. Well, I got up to 30 minutes. And I have to be honest, like the bottoms of my feet feel kind of sore. You know, uh, my hips are kind of starting to feel achy. Okay, stop there. Okay, you know that 30 minutes on a walk, probably on a cement or a blacktop trail or something is probably not, you know, great. So stop at 30 and stick with 30 for a little bit. When does that feel good again? Or maybe, okay, yeah, I've been doing the walking thing for a little while and yeah, you're right, I feel good, but it's winter time now and I don't really want to go out. It's icy, it's cold, it's miserable, you know, what else can I do? Okay, well, maybe now it's time to seek out a gym or a fitness facility or 
you know, maybe you, you still don't want to do those types of things. It gives you anxiety. Maybe you've had a bad experience. Maybe there's not even one around you. Maybe you live in a pretty rural, rural area and, you know, there's not a gym on every corner or whatever. Maybe that's not a feasible thing. Okay, no problem. What do you have at your disposal in your house? Well, you don't need anything because your body is a hundred plus pounds, I guarantee. And if you're just starting out or you're just getting yourself into a groove, that's more than enough weight. I'd be willing to bet some push-ups, some light sit-ups, some jumping jacks in your living room in the privacy of your own home to where now if, you know, I can only do a couple or I can only do five minutes or I can only do a handful of things before I don't feel good or it doesn't feel good to me anymore or that's perfectly fine. You didn't just waste an hour of your time driving to a facility, going and putting your bag in a locker. Now you gotta, you know, you're doing it in the privacy of your own home. But what I'm saying is you don't need any equipment. You don't need fancy facilities to move. It's true. People, you know? people were in, um, this might sound crazy, but there were people who were in phenomenal shape uh, long before the advent of a gym. That's a recent creation. Yeah, absolutely. That's man-made, of course. Yeah, Again, capitalist that's society. A, that's a recent creation. Don't go give anybody your money. Maybe, you know, start with, can you do a push-up? Maybe not. Maybe start push-up from your knees. Okay, now go to one knee. Now progress to no knees and now you're on your, your feet. Okay, now you're doing body weight push-ups. You know, progress to maybe lift your feet up on a step. Now you're now you just progressed it. A feet up on two steps. Feet up up the wall. You're progressing the movement. I mean, th this is something that could take you potentially a year to two years to progress to where, I I mean, Jen, I just you said to do push-ups and that's great, but I I can just I can bang out five thousand push-ups and I don't even feel a burn. I have yet to meet somebody. Well, who's at that level and even if you are there are still other things to do well that's a very good point that you just made and that kind of piggybacked on the skill level and the intensity so you're saying you're saying start with movements and things that are commensurate with your skill level be honest with yourself that goes back to core values mm -hmm. then as we've seen in this pandemic everyone shit their pants when gyms got closed okay yeah, but nobody's sitting Gy in their freaking living room doing burpees. Gy well, gyms were closed. People forgot, okay, or they had been led to believe. Now, we could go into a whole other topic about people were so pissed off because they didn't have a place to check in and a place to take their picture at every day. That's a whole <laughs> nother, that's a whole nother thing, which I assume, I, I'm, I'm going to come out and say that that was a lot of people's angst because you're right. If it's really about the, fitness, it's not about the facility being open or closed at the end of the day. Yeah, it's about you. You don't, yeah. It, go back to core, go back to step one, core values, and reassess. So, um, as we, I was talking with someone yesterday about that, we were, we were talking about kettlebells, and I said, well, uh, the Russians take credit for the kettlebell, um, and they've got the most literature on it, mm -hmm. but handled, handled devices like things with handles mm -hmm. on them have been around since ancient Greece. Okay. The P90X guy didn't invent them. Some idiot from California didn't invent them. No, they've been around since like Greece. Right. So this just goes to show you like long before 
equipment and and tread like people were running long before the advent of a treadmill right. <laughs> or an elliptical, right? So it's kind of silly to and put And before Garmin watches and and polar chest straps and moon boot shoes and <laughs> Neon all, that, all that stuff, yeah. That was, it was this yeah. Is, this is kind of we're talking about a, a, a callback to earlier times. So it, it's all been around for a very, very long time. Nothing, as they say, no, there are no new religions under the sun. So I think that you talking about that leads us to our next thing: capacity and demand. So, and you just hit on it. Okay, what is my capacity? All right, well, you know what? I haven't exercised in any kind of way in 15 years or since I was in high school or whatever or mm -hmm. I'm coming off of surgery or blah, 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 blah. Or I've never. Or never, okay? So, therefore, demand needs to be commensurate with capacity. So, in that example of a push-up, maybe the first place you start is against the wall and then you work down to off, one, off two knees, then to one knee. Then do a push-up hold. Then do a push-up. Then and then right. up the other side of the way to make it harder and harder. So you start off very easy, and then you progress harder and harder and harder, and into newer and newer things. Correct. Okay. So yes. So, and you get a, a ton, ton, ton of mileage out of that. Okay, and you learn a lot, and it's safer for your body, and you can your body can upload new patterns, and you take your time. And it's not herky-jerky and so on and so forth. So that is, as you beautifully just described, uh, the best way to do it. Well, and like I've said before, probably numerous times, if, if you can't handle your own body weight and body weight movements and like calisthenics, you probably... Don't have any business getting under a barbell. That's I know that's a huge pet peeve of yours. <laughs> I mean, send hate mail to hey, Jennifer at the Holistic Revolution. That's a monster pet peeve of yours that people run to heavy dumbbells and barbells. Well, they, people freak out because they don't have access to. I don't have access to a barbell, and I got to do chest day and da, 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 and it's like, but you can't even do a body weight push up. It's the exact same movement except inverse. So why don't you start with working on some push-ups well, and then let's worry about the barbell yeah. and the weights and the bench and the special rack and the this and that later. You don't need chains and bands right off the like but, day one. But that's the but that's the point from earlier is that the programming and the advertising has gotten to... I just had a conversation with a group of girls that were... Well, yeah, more is more. I just had a conversation yesterday with a group of girls that were that are elite-level hockey players, and they're the entire crux of the conversation. And these girls are in high school, okay? So mm -hmm. these are young girls. The entire crux of the conversation revolved around bullshit pills and and supplements and uh, and and all that. Mm -hmm. And they were kind of like cheesed off. I could tell they had a little bit, they had that little side head tilt thing going on that they were, that I was telling them like they just needed to eat real food. They right. were, they were pissy with that answer. Okay. So that goes back to what you, you know, the, the, the accoutrements, the gadgets, the equipment, right. 
it can't just be a push-up. Well, I got news for you. If you're a bodybuilder and you haven't read, I mean, first of all, if you haven't read Arnold's Encyclopedia of Bodybuilding, I would hasten to say that you're a bodybuilder. But if you haven't read that freaking, <laughs> okay. if you haven't read that freaking book, you should because what does he talk about in it? He talks about being in Europe and starting out and doing what? Nothing but pull-ups and push-ups. Yeah, body weight. The stuff. United States military has used push-ups and pull-ups and lunges and running and sit-ups to make grown men cry yeah, for going on a hundred plus freaking years. You don't go to boot camp and they have an entire CrossFit facility set up <laughs> with barbells upon barbells yeah, in no racks. Smith, there's no Smith machines. Okay, it's it's uh it's push-ups and pull-ups. And that's not to hate on... Now, everything has its place, and there there are tools in the toolbox. But where we're coming from, starting out and saying, hey, this is what you should be thinking about. Yeah, in the progression of things, you should start slow and low and work your way up. So, yeah, it's a huge pet peeve of yours that somebody can't do 20 push-ups, but then they're going to go try and jump on a bench. And, and they bitch about the fact that, like, you know this bar or that bar or I need chalk or I need tape or whatever. Oh, the plates don't match. It's like, who cares? But again, we're not talking elite athletes. We're talking the average everyday, in our case, Americans. Yeah. Which just trying to be healthy, boost your immune system, Ooh. you know. Boost your immune system. I'm saying it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm staying. I'm not retracting. That's controversial right now. Boost your immune system. You know, get your mental health in check by boosting your endorphins. Get your blood moving. You know, give yourself a little vitality in life, a little pep in your step. You know. Yes, and leave feeling better. Leave feeling better. So that way you can impact the world in a positive way. You know. Yes, I agree with you. I hear you. And I think that's, that, again, coming out of our current situation. I mean, if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic, in air quotes, you would, uh, we would be having a different conversation right now. But that whole entire thing, America has to look itself in the mirror. And this is the hard part. America has to look itself in the mirror and say, well, of all the things that have happened to us in the last six months... Are they part and parcel of us just being in just absolute dog shit physical condition? Oh, absolutely. It's quite, it, it, you, you can't deny it. Now, I know, and this is going off on a tangent, but I know that during, oh, the, during this entire pandemic, you have not had one medical professional on a television show talk about water, not one talk about sleep, not one talk about stress reduction techniques, not one talk about vitamins and minerals, not one talk about organic food, not one talk about exercise. No, on the other hand, on the No, hand, we shut it down. Shut it all down. And then now we're going to wait for technology, i.e. vaccine, to save the day. Much just like in the example that you gave earlier, the runner, instead of just running, Steve Prefontaine was beating people's asses with no watch on, a pair of silly ass looking shorts, okay, mm -hmm. and, and a regular t-shirt, and you guys go out and spend $300 on a freaking running outfit, $250 on some moon boots, and then $600 on a freaking watch, and you're no better off for it. Right. So you see how the story remains the same through all things. Don't pay attention to core values and what you want to get out of, get out of life. Work in this shitty job and be miserable. Because we got pills for that. 
eat shit food. Don't worry about anything else because we got pills for that. Well, don't now drink. we're getting on a, a little bit. No, but I'm gonna hold on. Don't cut me off. Go, uh, you know, don't get any sleep. We got pills for that. And then now, don't exercise. And when you do exercise, you need ten thousand dollars worth of worth of special shit, or else you can't do anything. It's the same thing. It's all, it's all bullshit. Right? No, it is all bullshit. It's all it. It's all garbage, and we don't need to go down the road of capitalistic yeah, we'll, we'll society. Save that. Yeah, we'll or, save that for another podcast. Yeah, we we don't need to go down this. Let me bro- let me block out four hours of our schedule right now. <laughs> and if anybody wants specifics or opinions on anything, or just wants to hear us rant <laughs> yeah, on a topic, rant and rave, yes, let us know. Not a problem. We will add that to the list. Because I get excited to rant. But I think. Moral of the story here, we're on number four, the final piece of the puzzle of health and vitality and wellness according to the holistic revolution. The whole piece, number four, movement, you know, start where you are. Start at the beginning. There's no better place to start. Yes, check your skill level. Make sure it correlates with the intensity of what you're doing. Yeah, check your ego. Check your capacity just because and you, demand. Just because you were on, you know, a high school football team 30 years ago doesn't mean that you can walk into a oh gym today. Oh, Jen, are you serious right now? And you're, be you're, that same athlete when you just spent 30 years on your couch eating nachos, drinking beer. Like, let's get, check the ego at the door. You're going to get roasted. In the, again, hate mail at Jennifer <laughs> at the holisticrevolution.com. I'll okay? answer it. No problem. Yeah. No. So, check the ego, skill level, capacity, inversely related to uh, demand and intensity. So, understand that. Understand the long view. Start slow. Okay? If you have access to a fitness facility... Fantastic! You should be grateful. Another thing we're yeah, sorely abs- missing in this country. Absolutely. You should be grateful. Yippity-doo. And you should attack that every single day going, man, look at I got a, I got a one-up on somebody, right? You know, this is yeah. awesome. Okay? I got the ability to I do this. I have the and, opportunity to yeah. use a facility yeah. where somebody else may not. Yeah. Those got you know, those people in Michigan, they don't have any facilities to use. Yeah, queen, so close. You know, their queen won't allow them. So, you know. But don't let that deter you. If you are in Michigan and you're saying, yeah, we're still closed. Well, that doesn't mean that, again, you can't do some body weight squats in the middle of your living room during a commercial break. See how many you can get until your show starts back up. Or do the same thing with some push-ups. Or do the same thing with some, you know. Leg raises. Leg raises. Or some walk. See how many walking lunges you can do down your hallway and back. Or... You know, there. The, your only limit is is your creativity, and if you need some, you know, you need well, some the, tips or you want some ideas, email me. I will. I will be more than happy to give you some body weight things you can do in the middle of your living room. Well, yeah, you're only limited. You're only limited by your attention to the core values. So you're only limited by those core values so and again I, I go back to uh, my boy Arnold and the modern encyclopedia of bodybuilding and him relating a story in it about how he when he was in the Austrian army doing his mandatory military service that he would 
smuggle dumbbells and smuggle bricks and things like that into the tanks that he was in and he would just get up before everyone else got up and he would be doing you know rear flies with bricks and working out as if uh, he was in a regular uh, a regular situation which of course he wasn't so it's only like where there's a will there's a way is basically yeah, what that's I'm, exactly is the, basically what the I'm point. trying to say with so if you if you if your gym has been closed down this entire pandemic and you've gained 30 pounds and your excuse is well yeah because I don't have a gym it's not really well that's not an excuse because you still have a body that moves and is capable 100% I mean that's are, are you lazy in the mind and you're just not using your brain to think of ways to you know get the work in that you need to do or are you just making excuses because it's easier to make an excuse? Are you, you know, well, there's just sour grapes because somebody else has, you know, maybe they have they have cultivated a home gym over the last five years. And because you haven't, you're, you're sour. So your excuse is, well, I don't, it must be nice. Well, I, well again, okay, Kate, that's great, but just because you have the things doesn't mean you're automatically in better shape or well, you know how to use them yeah, or you do use them. Just because, hey, I mean, we could go around the country and talk about gyms, some of the some of the finest gyms in the whole entire planet. There's still turds at Gold's Gym in Venice. There's still a turd at City Athletic Club in Las Vegas. There's still... Just because you've got a phenomenal facility doesn't mean that, A, you're using it to its fullest potential. Right. So that whole thing of, like, well, they've got this. Well, you know what? You know, the United States Olympic team probably has the best facilities in the world, but that does still doesn't deter every other single country on the planet from showing up right. to the games to compete. So that's why, to, to put a bow on all this, that's why... Even when we speak of exercise and we speak of training plans and programs, we always include the first three things in them because that goes back to the core values issue. Yeah. It goes back to you're willing this meter and what are you willing to do? Does it mean that I got to get up and do push-ups and lunges and use my intellect or go online and research stuff or talk to people who are maybe more well-versed in body weight, whatever. Okay, there's millions of books and YouTube yeah, and all just this other because, stuff. Yeah, just because you've created this goal in your mind doesn't mean that you've come to the realization that you're willing to do the work that takes to get to that goal. Yeah, so... Just making the goal doesn't make it happen. Yeah, so, just having access to the greatest facility or the best trainer or all the best gear or the top-of-the-line clothes or shoes doesn't make you the best athlete or doesn't make you the strongest in the gym or the skinniest on the beach or, you know, the healthiest in the world. You got to put in the work and it's daily work. Yeah, so. That's why it's a practice. You have to practice every single day. So to summarize, the movement, whatever your movement is, you want to go run, fine. You want to be a powerlifter, fine. You want to do gymnastics, fine. CrossFit, fine. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is, you got to have a reason to be there. You got to be in tune with that reason. You got to get some sleep. 
you got to drink some water, you got to eat some real food. That will all help you to get the most out of whatever it is you're doing, yoga, whatever, so on. Mm -hmm. And the best form of exercise and the best form of movement to finish this off is the kind that you like. Yeah, absolutely. So You will be more apt, apt to do it every day if you enjoy doing it. Yes, so Jen is not a fan of uh, running. Oh, no. She's also not a fan of neon, which I don't know if they go together. Um, but she is a fan of picking up really heavy stuff. So, therefore, every time she comes to the gym and she gets to express herself via picking up of the picking up of heavy things, she leaves going, yay, I picked up some heavy things today and I feel good, yeah. right? Okay? So, whatever it is that you like to do, Invest in that. If it's walking, fine. If it's just playing sports, pick up basketball, whatever. Start wherever you're at. Because wherever you're at is probably where you should start. It's where you need to be. Where you need to be. So do that um, and go from there. I don't think it needs to be complicated. I don't think it needs to have... No, it absolutely does not need to be complicated. Obviously, as we've talked about, it doesn't doesn't even need to require a ton of equipment. Uh, It just requires... Um, the willingness to do it and a good attitude and then the things that are going to benefit it, the food and the water and so on and so forth. So yeah. I think that's if you good. have any questions, let us know. If you like what you heard, let us know. If you didn't like what you heard, yeah, let, let us, us know. know. And uh, we will be back next week with another podcast. Something new to talk about. We will. And now that we're done with our four pillars, it's the yeah. world is our yeah, oyster. It's, it's, it's on to something new. It's, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know. we got to think about it. This, <laughs> this is big. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. Get some sleep. Drink some water. And move a little bit. There you go. All right. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.